0: Welcome to Gucci and Grease, an automotive and automotive lifestyle podcast with your hosts Daniel Maloney and Simon Floramil. A mix of conversations, opinions and stories from road and track, interviews, reviews and insights. Let the battle between sophistication and class versus burnouts and bourbon begin.
1: My partner in crime, Simon, say hello to the people out there. Hello peoples. Now, obviously it's the inaugural episode of the podcast, so... We're just going to give you an idea of who we are and our backgrounds and uh, what makes us different and why we argue so much when it comes to cars and pretty much everything, really. So we'll take it from there. Simon, why don't you tell the people a bit about yourself and what they can expect coming up in this amazing podcast we call Gucci and Grease.
0: I don't know, my name's Simon. Uh, We run a tyre store located in Melbourne, Victoria, Somerton. And we build a lot of four drives. We do a lot of custom work on cars. Uh, we love big V8s. We love loud. But Daniel likes his, you know, pansy
1: cars. So we like we like muscle. Obviously, you can tell this is Simon's first podcast because mm. he sounds like like there's a thousand people watching him. Like a nugget. <laughs> but that's all right. We we'll, we we'll, we we'll, we will get there. So, you know, like like Simon said, I come from you know bit of sophistication class. Simon's a muscle head, he's into the big V8s where you gotta spend a ton of money to actually even match, try and match the prowess of the marks like Ferrari or Aston Martin, all those really good cars. But, you know, everyone's got entitled to their opinion, which we're gonna find out. So today's general discussion is, we're gonna open up a can of worms. Which is better, a superior engineered car like an Aston Martin or a marquee type brand out-of-the-box, where the world's greatest minds and engineers come together to build the world's best cars, or things like a Holden or a Ford or a Chevrolet or whatever, where you've literally got to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to even come close to the performance of these out-of-the-box supercars. So, Simon, in your opinion, what's better, a blown V8, Holden, Ford, or whatever, or a Ferrari 458 or an Aston Martin 177 or, you know... Lamborghini. What What are your thoughts, mate?
0: Well, you just got to look at the price tag. So, if you're going to be saying that we've got to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, how much is it to buy an Aston Martin or a Ferrari or anything like that? Then go and buy a Commodore, and then we'll dump a hundred grand into it. <clears throat> so, that's where it all comes down to.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's about um, when you're talking about marquee type cars and you know these brands. It's a lot more than than just price tag it's the feeling it's the it's the tradition it's the engineering pro I mean you look at a hold and the, the the blinker arm always tends to fall off and the left hand side rear brake light never works you don't see that happening on an aston or a ferrari because
0: oh well look at ferrari you got all the you got all the window switches that, that turn furry that doesn't happen bullshit
1: nah give me one ferrari with a the,
0: 355 look at it uh,
1: it's probably a probably one in a you know, it's probably that dodgy plastic covering when they ship it.
0: Every single one, mate.
1: you know, got to pull
0: motor out the door timing gear. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You've got to live with that. The same way you've got to live with the fact that a Commodore overheats or a Ford overheats and you've got to, you know, modify everything and it's always dollars and cents as opposed to the best engineering possible out of the box. Even the, the performance. To get the same performance out of a, you know, out of a Holden or a Ford that you would out of one of these cars, stock standard how much work goes into it and how much do you have to spend and it's not only that it's how much time and effort you have to spend keeping the thing on the road
0: yeah but same goes you know you, you, service, a, you service a Holden or a Ford at what three four hundred dollars you go and service a Lambert.
1: Mm-hmm. what about the feeling though of driving the car yeah
0: well that's that's different that's on the, that's on the person
1: mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I, I think there's a common there's a common line
0: you go and get your ass and I'll go and get my SV and, we'll, and I, I bet you I, I, I turn the same sort of necks as what you turn.
1: Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. And if you do, how much effort and time did you have to put into that car to even come close? Whereas I can... I well, can it's get- not
0: even a quarter of the... The price, the price tag of what your car, your cars are.
1: Yeah, but forget about the price tag. Cause the price tag is a reflection on the pedigree of the car. It's like but buying time. a time.
0: If if you're if you're a, a car enthusiast and a car buff, uh-huh. you don't mind about the time.
1: No, you don't. You but don't we...
0: mind about the time. What are you going to do? Go and buy a Lamborghini and mm-hmm. and pull it out the garage and get a bucket of soapy water and wash the prick and put it back inside. That's not go what around
1: it's... the block. Hey, See, look the... what I've got. It's not what we're talking about, are we? We're talking about out of the box cars. Yeah, well, but that's different. How's it different? Well,
0: out of the box is out of the box, so you can't compare, you know, a, a Ferrari, a Lambo, or whatever, against a, you know, a CV8 Manaro or GDS or something like that. Totally All right, different. let's let's
1: do a comparison then. How about a Corvette, new Corvette versus a Ferrari?
0: Corvettes are shit. You like them? Huh? I, I reckon they look tough,
1: but. You can't, you can't tell that... But they don't
0: drive like a Lambo.
1: No, they don't, because the pedigree's not there and they're rubbish. But you can't, tell, you can't tell me that the new Corvette, which is an American muscle car, essentially, is not a complete rip-off of the... Oh, Ferrari. well,
0: why don't you ask your people? So, what's a, what, what, what car are you talking about? Lamborghini? How much? 700? Well, it
1: depends on which one you buy. All
0: right, so why don't we go and buy the Drake pack for the SRT? I don't know, which one I'd rather.
1: For a dollar. Huh? For a dollar upgrade, the one you're talking about.
0: The Drag Pack SRT, that's tough, man.
1: Yeah.
0: fastest production car in the world.
1: Yeah, but it's rough, isn't it? It doesn't have have much in the way of class or pedigree. You you
0: take that down the road and see what snaps next.
1: We'll see. We'll see. You know. Okay, so it begs the question, all right, well, where would you spend your money on, what's your favourite supercar if you had to buy one?
0: 355.
1: 355, all right. If you had to buy that, or would you drop 200 grand into a Holden SV5000 or whatever? But I have. Okay. What do you prefer? What would you do if that was your choice? Because obviously you're a muscle car guy.
0: But I've dropped all that money. I've dropped all that money into all my Statesmans and Commodores and Monaros and that.
1: Yeah, okay. And they're actually nice cars because I've seen them. But where would you lean towards?
0: I love my 355. But I can only put one kid in my 355, too. Okay. Unfortunately, I've got a wife and kids, so.
1: But we're not talking about that. Pretend, you, it's, pretend it's just you driving. Don't worry about that because the thing. The well, thing
0: I, had, the, so I had my 355, and I never drove it anyway. I was too scared.
1: You were too scared. Why were you too scared?
0: Oh, someone scratch it, knock it.
1: Or was it the power you couldn't handle?
0: Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, we're not talking. Look, the, the thing with supercars, they're totally impractical and that's, ah. that's the beauty of it though but then again you look at your SV that's probably completely impractical as well because it's going to take you you know 14 days to get to a certain point because you've got to be filling up every 3 minutes yeah true and it's a passenger car so what do you do?
0: then you overheat then you get stuck on the speed arm
1: well there you go you know you're, you're sort of killing your own argument aren't you? not really nah no. alright we'll back it up then how's the SV better than the 355 then?
0: But I'm not saying it's better than the
1: 355. No? Not at all. Okay. So what are you saying?
0: I'm not saying it's better than the 355. I love a 355.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what are we, so you're agreeing with me then? It's a. Be, it's probably a better car.
0: No, they've both got good points and bad
1: points. All right. Tell me the, po- the bad points of the SV. So by the way, the SV is... He's got an SV... Uh, S, SV90. SV90 and... Mm-hmm. It's got the biggest engine I've ever seen, and it's loud, and it's it's proud, and it's 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 it is a look. As far as power goes, it's it's impressive. Um, you know, has it got any class or sophistication? Probably not. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like an angry, you know, angry bodybuilder, as opposed to a really refined, you know, secret agent like James Bond or something like that. But, you know. And to be fair, I was over there and was overheating a lot, so I'm not sure if you fix if you fixed that. No, that's fixed. It's fixed, is it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. So Yep.
0: That's fixed. Running on eight cylinders again. Yeah.
1: You know what, just for the benefit, why don't you tell the audience what have you actually done to that car?
0: I don't know everything.
1: Yeah? Do you want to be more specific?
0: Three eighty three. kappa charger, twin trots.
1: And what are you getting out of it? Four hundred horsepower? Yeah,
0: or? no, four. Uh Four forty or something I made last time. Horsepower? mm
1: Yeah. What's that in kilowatts?
0: Oh no, it's little. It's only little. Torch is top gear though.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: A lot different. Mm. It's different.
1: It's different. But it's
0: different. You're talking about like smooth power and that. We're not talking. About, and the SV's not smooth power. That's just let's go have fun and, and peel tires. Mm. That's all it is.
1: So what about resale value and and pedigree?
0: Well, my SV90 is worth a lot more money than when I brought
1: it. Okay. What's, what's it worth now, do you think?
0: 70, 80 grand.
1: 70 when, grand. Did I, when did I buy it? What Five grand. were they brand new?
0: I think 28. Okay. All right. Maybe 38. Yeah, okay. They weren't that much back yeah. in 1990. Yeah. Uh, how old is it? 1990, so what years? 23, uh, 33 years.
1: Oh, okay. And what else have you got? What have you got, Daniel? What have I, I had? or what have I had? Um, Not what you had. What have you got? Daniel? No. What, at the moment, I'm driving a four-wheel drive. What have, what have I, I had?
0: Like, that's like, we need 10 years to put it all down. But
1: No, we're talking about supercars. Or, or I don't have a supercar. Or exotic or cars. There you go. I don't have an exotic car. What I've got, at the, the only, the only, actually, the only—it's not even a muscle car. It's just a cruiser. Really, It's a 1966 Valiant that um, actually Simon did some work on it. You know, just as a confession, that's what I've got. I'm not really a muscle car guy, but I love the Valiant, and I've got that it's a 1966 VC. And when slated, you drive that
0: down the road, how many people look at it?
1: Yeah, a fair bit. It looks quite. It looks nice.
0: And it's a ship box. It's not a shitbox. It's a beautiful. But it car. is. is a ship box. But everyone loves it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Actually,
0: like, I say, like I say to everyone, my, 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 my SVs, my statesmen and all that, they're shitboxes. But I'm making a lot of memories with my kids.
1: Yeah, but we're not talking about memories. We're talking about the car itself, are we? Well, you, can well, make, yeah. you can make memories with a Ferrari nicely.
0: Not with all my kids in it.
1: No, one at a time, but you're still making memories.
0: Yeah, still making memories. Right.
1: So, yeah, and you know what? To be fair, that I agree with. Because sometimes I look at that car and I work on it and I, go, and I think, Jesus, these cars are shit. They are. They're, they're, ru- they're full of rust, and you got to fix this, and you got to fix that, and they're loud and just uncomfortable and just rubbish. But there's a charm about them, you know. But that's what I own as far as the only car that I'll that I'll buy as far as, you know, the shitbox box. Yeah, shit box. You know, but I've had uh, the M3, the Pure Edition. Then I went to an M6. Then I went to an MC Stradale, and you know what? The feeling you get from driving cars like that. Is probably something that you know. It, you can just feel the engineering, you can feel the quality, you can feel the pedigree. It's, it's a different proposition to driving, you know, a Holden or a Ford, don't you reckon?
0: Yeah, it is. You can't you can't deny that. Mm.
1: But if you ask a diehard Holden or Ford or, sh- or sh- muscle car guy, they wouldn't be caught dead driving a supercar because they think they're rubbish.
0: Yeah, but they're knobs.
1: Mm.
0: Nothing beats driving a, a, a gated Ferrari. Mm-hmm. That wants to change gears at seventy nine hundred rpm. Yeah,
1: you know what? This is meant to be Gucci in Greece, where we actually disagree on everything, but we're actually agreeing on everything. It seems. It seems mm. that I'm right and you're wrong.
0: No, no, I'm right too. How are you right? Because it depends what you want to drive, Daniel. If you want a car that you're gonna that you're gonna do some kilometres in and then spend three and a half thousand dollars service it for an oil and a filter, and then when it comes up to doing the timing chain, it's twenty five mm. grand. Well, yeah. you know, you, you're putting it in a, a whole different category.
1: Yeah. I suppose the, the, one of the conversations, a few conversations I have with guys is that their argument is, and tell me what you think, is you buy a, say you buy an Aston Martin um, DBS for, you know, short, north of half a million dollars. Yeah, what's it worth in six months? Not much more than... Less. Yeah, well, you, you lose 10%, but tell me where More. you drive out. Maybe. But the fact of the matter is it's a, it's a half a million dollar but car. But then you're talking car.
0: about all, all the all the diehard Ford and Holden fans that bought their cars
1: 10 years ago for 60k and now they're worth 120. Yeah, but you ask these diehard guys, and I've had these conversations where they're like, what, you know, you're getting 500 kilowatts out of the car and, you know, 900 newton metres of torque, blah, blah, blah but you've got to spend half a million bucks. I'm getting 400 horsepower of my Commodore and that's a stupid thing to do. Why missing the point of the whole thing? Do you agree with that? Where it's, you know what? Why do I need to spend half a million bucks to get 400 horsepower of out of a car when I can get 400 horsepower for hundred grand if I drop some money into a $30,000. Yeah, but it's not
0: just about dropping some money into and having power. A Lamborghini handles, a Ferrari handles. But if you want to spend money and you're only going to spend a, a third of what that car's worth, what you're talking about, you're going to get a Commodore to go around a corner faster than that fucking Aston. That, that, that's the argument, though. So is it a valid argument? It is, because it's proven. Yeah, OK. It's proven. You go out on the track and you get a proper track Commodore, hmm. Falcon or whatever, a shitbox, up against your Ferrari or your Lambo or your Aston Martin, it's going to get around corners. It's fucking insane. You set it up properly, mm-hmm. take the prettiness
1: out of it, you set it up properly, it's going to happen. So do you agree? So what are we talking We're talking about a lot more than just performance though, then, aren't we? We're talking about... Well, performance is a whole
0: heap of categories. So you can't just have performance where it, it makes power and, and it's got horsepower and it's got new meters of torque and, and it, it's got traction control and all this bullshit. You're talking about everything else that goes with it.
1: Mm. Have you seen that show? I don't know, it was a show air- airing on... Um, Foxtel or something, where I can't afford Foxtel. You can't afford Foxtel because no. right? yeah, he dropped all his money into the sports, in his holdings. It's a show where they pit one supercar. I think it's called the Fastest Car. It's it's kind of a rubbish show, but you know, go watch it. It's one supercar every episode against four or five. Oh yeah, you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's a, not on Foxtel anymore. It's on Netflix.
1: Oh Netflix, yeah. And it's a it's a it's
0: drag a, racing though.
1: Drag racing quarter. And you had
0: that guy in there, the guy who was a, a rapper or whatever. The 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 sticker wrapper. He had the fuck. What was it called? Non naster Martin.
1: There was a guy. There was a guy with a, a Tesla. There was a guy with a um,
0: a McLaren. There was That's a it. The McLaren with the, the chameleon rap wrap or whatever he done. On. And he got
1: done. He got beat. Bloody did. and there was the guy with a truck that supercharged, and then V8. you had
0: that other bloke with his Lamborghini, the SV, with his yep. wife with her fake titties going out.
1: Yeah, that's him.
0: He got done hard yep. by Civic, mind you. Yes, front wheel drive Civic. That that uh, South had, American guy yeah, Civic,
1: the, and had the, the Colombian guy, and he had the, the big turbo hanging out the front of the. Got done. So so there's your there's your
0: pedigree and your and your and your you know your crossbreed shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so if they you, nailed him. Yeah, well, if you if you watch an episode of that, you've got they very rarely do they show the guy with the, the supercar because out of the box, it's got the numbers, it's got the performance, it has everything. But it's still lost, right? It was like one, one. It's probably one of two supercars that actually lost in that whole series. But it's
0: still the Lambo lost, the the car wrapper guy lost,
1: and I think the no, Tesla, he
0: won, he won, he but, won. The Tesla lost, I think. The, the Tesla, Tesla lost.
1: Out of there's like twelve episodes on it. Right now, if you look at if you watch the episodes, the whole thing is based on these guys fixing their cars and trying to do this and trying to do that and blowing it up along the way. And they very rarely do they show the 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 car that's just engineered perfectly out of the box. Yeah, but what
0: about that car that went for the service like twenty four hours before and cost them nine and a half grand to service? So they could come out and do it. So that's what I'm saying. You're saying time, this, that, that. But I'm a, I'm a true diehard fan. I love my cars or whatever. If I've got to spend three hours to do it, well, that's what it is.
1: I'll spend three hours on my car too. It's not what we're talking about. You're going to
0: spend three hours on your car fucking washing the thing.
1: Well, that's the thing. It doesn't need anything. It's perfect. I don't need to wash mine. I'll beat you. It's perfect. The car's perfect. So, you know, and I suppose, look, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a pro and con of everything. But I, at the end of it, I think you just gotta, you know, despite what you think and what you like and what you don't. It depends what you can afford, and it depends what you can afford. But all things for the, for the purpose of the discussion. If
0: you pre- don't have half a million dollars for a supercar, hmm. and you've got a hundred thousand dollars, well, you can make that hundred thousand dollars beat that supercar. But
1: here's the thing: I would rather spend seventy-five grand on a, um, you know, Aston Martin Vantage. That's Seven, that will have out. no hope against the Commodore a GDSR out of the box that's what I'm saying it doesn't matter it's still got power it's still got pedigree it's got everything you need, it and it's still a supercar but it's aged but I'd rather get the feeling of a $79,000 entry level i got entry-level. a mate
0: who went and brought one of those old Maserati twin turbo 5.3 litre or whatever it is nothing but a shitbox
1: which Maserati?
0: an old one it's still there an old one
1: hmm okay
0: and it was shit all
1: oh, right well
0: no power no nothing
1: well we will and be ta- he loved it we will be talking about uh one of the probably the worst maseratis that i think have ever come out so i don't disagree there are some un- actually even even the 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 maserati i had which was mc sadali which is a it was still for what it was it was a 4.7 liter v8 and but how are
0: you putting it down to what it was it's cause that's what it is. That's what people told you. That's what the people with the stuck-up noses told you, what it is.
1: Out of the box, we're talking about. Out of the box. So how got, much is it worth, Daniel? How much was it worth? Uh, north of 300, I think it was.
0: All right, so that was what year? 2013, 14, 15, something around there. 13, 14, 15. Go and get yourself a VAGDS, VFGDS. It's going to outdo that car 10 times over and you'll buy three of them. Back then.
1: Well, you can buy one of those now for north of 100 grand. So, as far as devaluing, yes. But well, where I was going with it is no, that... No,
0: but I'm telling you to go back to 13, 14, 15. Mm. Go and buy your Maserati... Whatever they're right. called, right? And then you go... So, that was 300,000 out of the box, yeah? All right. Right? So, you go and buy a VEGDS or a VFGDSR, whatever. What were they? 100, 110, 120. That... That Commodore will have do that car any day of the week.
1: As in a drag race? Is that what you're talking about? All round. All round? Fucking oath. Come on. All right. Come on, man. Explain all round.
0: Uh, uh, put it around the track. A GDSR will get around the track better than that fucking Maserati.
1: You reckon a Mes- uh, the, that GDR actually handles better than than that car on track? Yep. Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure that they've... Motor magazine and all that put up all that up, and I'm pretty sure the GDSR won. You think? Nearly a hundred percent
1: sure. And you said every category. I've taken
0: LSA over a Maserati. Right. that Maserati. Vehicle. You
1: yeah. said any cat- across every category, it does it. What about finish? What about quality? What about interior? What We're about- not talking about that. You said the GDR, whatever it is. What, what, what car did you bring up? VF GDSR. VF GDSR. You said it, it's a it's a better car. All round,
0: uh, we're talking on driving fast corners. Put together, no, it, you can't. No,
1: right, and that's what I was saying. I would rather uh, that car is was compared to what you could buy for that money. It was underpowered. It was, but it was a shitbox. That wasn't a shitbox. It was.
0: It, what's it got good for it? What? Because the doors lined up and the boot lid lined up. Actually, Maserati the boot the, the garnish doesn't line up anyway. I'm pretty sure. Ah, oh, rubbish.
1: The that that naturally the, that that beautiful sound that of that naturally aspirated V8 is probably one of the best sounding v Ferrari motor exactly right it's one of the best sounding V8s you can you know, get around and I would I would still take that underpowered car it's like nearly at my but that's what I'm here. saying
0: that's your opinion what about other people's opinion who don't want to spend three hundred thousand dollars spend a hundred thousand dollars and get a car that's just this fucking probably same value as it. Yeah, I suppose. I don't agree. What are you talking about? That, Like I said, the paint's a bit better or whatever? I'm, I'm asking the question, is it Put better? Put it together, you can't. You can't right. atta- Maserati, you can't. But hold on, there's a lot over Facebook. Have a look. Ferrari and Lamborghini, they've got shit welds. Mm-hmm. Same shit.
1: Very rare. Very rare. All things being equal. Forget about whether you can afford it or not. The question is... If you could afford it, or everyone could afford it, would you buy a supercar? I
0: won't buy a Maserati, no.
1: Whatever. Would you buy a supercar over a Ford GT? If I I could
0: afford it,
1: I'd have both of them. No, that's not the the argument. The argument is which one? Depends.
0: What are you going to put up? What
1: do you mean what are you going to put up?
0: What are you going to put in front of me? What what, what 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 do I have? Fifty percent that way, fifty percent that way. Which one is it? You choose. No, well that's not fair. Why? Because I'm gonna put my three five five, I'm gonna take my three five five. So I'm I'm looking for a three five five that I'm gonna spend a quarter of a million dollars, maybe three hundred thousand dollars on at the moment. For uh nineteen ninety five. Oh, well I really want wanted ninety four. So you agree headache.
1: with me? So you're agreeing with me then? That well, the three five five is a better option for three hundred grand?
0: No, the three five five is the fucking picture I used to have on my wall in my, my bedroom as I as when I was a kid, so I long
1: one. So you're going against your own argument. So you're, so I'm right then.
0: You agree with me? No, I'm not so- because when I bought <laughs> my 355 55 back in 2007, I paid 115,000
1: for it. Now I've got to spend only three times as much. The question I'm asking you: If you had, if I gave you 200 grand and I said you have to spend 200 grand on a car like that, or you buy stuff an old car and throw 200 grand into it, which one would you choose? Which is the better option? Which is smarter? Buying something that's already out of the box and there's not much you can do to it. Or,
0: But we're talking about a car, Daniel, that's already 30 years old. That You're not going to be able to buy 355 unless it's all fully rebuilt anyway.
1: But same as buying a, 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 a Ford GT. It's it's 50 years old and they're, they're like a million dollars. Yeah, that's right. So that's what I'm saying. But that's different. That's a different pedigree again. See, and that, that's the argument. I don't really consider it pedigree. I just think it's just an overvalued old car. It is. That, you know, people fall in love with it and... I think it's the car's not even worth that. I think people have valued that car more than what it's worth. Cars like that. But
0: it's not fair you turning around saying, oh, 355, because you know that I love my three five five. Pick something else. All right, so pick something else. Do the next best Ferrari or Lamborghini then. I don't
1: know. Let's do something else. Let's go, uh, you know, because you hate Maserati, let's go MC20. Don't even know what a fucking MC20 is. That's right. Show don't. me an MC20. I don't know what it is. MC20 is a an amazing car it's actually a, it's a V6 and no I don't want it alright you know Bugatti Veyron there you go oh, well,
0: or whatever that's whatever. fair why Bugatti
1: yeah
0: gotta take the Bugatti straight
1: away yeah right so the, the argument is I'm right no it's
0: not give me give me a period car
1: you give me a period car
0: so you you're you, talking you to me about a 1990 car or whatever so pick period cars you form the argument you give me two cars so what year do you want to do? Pick a year. Go nineties. Done. Pick the cars. Oh. All right. No, we can't do the three four five. Go late nineties. Three sixty. Go on. There
1: okay, you go. Three sixty. Because nineteen the nineties were wasn't good for Holden. That's the shit cars. You can't you can't tell me that the nineties were were no were, they, they were
0: they were pretty they, shit. They were <laughs> fucking terrible. But. Right? You got to do period correct as well. All right, go two thousand, early two thousands. So early two thousands. What was there? Early two thousands. Lamborghini. What was it? Gallardo. Gallardo. Uh, Lamborghini Gallardo versus what? Early
1: two thousands. VXGS three
0: hundred. VXGS three hundred. And we're talking about today's. Yeah. Like we're talking about from then to today. I take the VXGS three hundred.
1: Really? Fucking off. Tell me why. Huh? Why?
0: Because it's tough as nails.
1: But it's ugly. It's just fuck off. It's ugly. It's like you know. what It's like You've, what you're comparing. You're comparing. It's like buying a dog. You're gonna. You're comparing a purebred German Shepherd with a mutt. And you would take the mutt over the. But the mutt's know. gonna run faster than the fucking German Shepherd. The German Shepherd is more. Is far more superior in every way. Depends
0: how you bring him up. Anyway.
1: Uh, you can't bring up a car. No, you can't. So with all these, all right, so what do you, what's, the, what's the advice you, to all these diehard muscle guys that are completely anti-marquee brands, like, you know, whatever, Ferrari, Bugatti, bloody McLaren, everything, because they think the money doesn't match the car and you have to pay half a million bucks, 200 grand, whatever it is to get the same horsepower you can get from a, from a $30,000 build, what would you say to them? Are they right, or are they just being closed-minded?
0: Yeah, but that's not... Because they're no out there.
1: Those guys, oh, these are the conversations I've had. They've actually said, there is no way I'd buy, even if I could afford it, I wouldn't, because it's stupid. Why would I pay half a million bucks for a car that I... Yeah, I'd- no,
0: but hold on. These are the people who have got it out of their head that they can't afford it now, but they're never going to be able to afford it because they've already put themselves into that bracket, right? So it's a very different thing. I bet if they had a... a, a, a a, a lazy half a mil sitting there that they didn't need to, you know, worry about feeding their family next week. I bet you they'd go and buy a supercar. Do you know I what? bet you any money they go and buy a supercar. Do you know what? I reckon these guys wouldn't. These nah, would- my ass. Bullshit. you got people out there, they spent, like you said, a million dollars on GTs.
1: They will. Do you see the value in that? Would you spend a million bucks on a GT? Fuck no. No? So what, what, what is it that makes people buy a million-dollar JT? Don't get me wrong,
0: GT, they're all, they, they look grouse, yeah, they're, they're awesome. They sit lopsided because they're, they're 13 mil lower in the right-hand rear. But they look grouse, but a million bucks? Come on, Dan. We go and buy, we're going to buy, you know, two rental properties for that and we're setting up kids for the rest of
1: their lives. Yeah, I get that, I get that. So what do you think it's worth a million bucks? Why are these cars because worth so it's much what pe- it's what people have made them to be Why
0: was my what my s v 90 worth seventy eighty grand or whatever it's worth now? i think the last one sold for eighty six thousand something what a joke i think i brought that car you'd have to you'd have to ask paris i think i brought that car for ten gs
1: hmm.
0: all right i'll probably put thirty g's into it but
1: Yep. you
0: know it's it's you know, why is it worth so much money now? was why my why's my why's my HSV worth so much money? Why? Because it's it's got a tag on it, zero zero one. Hmm. Why is it worth so much money? I don't when, know. When 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 it came out, it was only worth forty grand.
1: Why is it worth one hundred and sixty grand? Why is it worth? Hold that thought, because now we've got to just drop a line to our sponsors. Without them, we couldn't do this show. It's this week, it's tires. Now, uh, these guys based in Melbourne, and but shipping everywhere. Tyres Now, for over 30 years, these guys have provided the greatest brands in wheels and tyres from 4x4, passenger performance and everything in between. Brake, suspension, custom builds, these guys are the motorist's choice. You can shop online at tiresnow.com.au and use code GUCCIGREASE to get an amazing deal on your next purchase. That's GUCCIGREASE, G U C C I. Greece, Grease G R E A S E all one word to get an amazing deal at checkout. And while there, don't forget to become a VIP member where you get all the perks that all VIPs deserve. And the best thing is it's actually free. So head over to T Y R E S Now dot using vouchers, code GucciGrease, get an amazing deal, join the club and become a VIP today. All right. So we're talking about why cars are worth that much money.
0: Because that's people's perception. So you have people out there that come in, Daniel. They want it, and they'll bid, and they'll pay whatever someone, and and they make the prices go up.
1: So do you, do you let's take a Ferrari GTO for example. That car's worth, or a DB 5 1966 DB five, worth over a million dollars, right? I mean, it's ludicrous. C- compare that to a, a XW GT or whatever, whatever it is, which worth a million bucks. Do you think, do you think, the DB5 order, considering its history, its heritage, its pedigree, is worth that money compared to the the GT?
0: Why is the DB5 worth that much money for? It's got the
1: heritage. It, the, it Why? Worked.
0: Because it was James Bond's car.
1: Well, yes, and also because of the heritage of the brand.
0: Yeah, and so if it was James Bond's car, think about it. GT, what was it running in on empty, whatever that movie? Yeah, Green's nice, Green's fast, or whatever. Mm. Same shit. Why are they worth that much? why are they so much money
1: it's a rarity rarity because there wasn't that many built rarity because it was it's a unicorn type of car whereas a, if you look at a GT they were mass production cars so what I'm saying to you is okay it won't yeah
0: mass production cars but nearly all of them gone like all of the real ones isn't it?
1: so if you have to choose which one which cars
0: one can't to- be worth that much money Daniel but they are but they can't
1: okay why can't they
0: it's, it's like everything else what goes up must come down
1: doesn't seem to be going down though is it
0: it's starting to
1: you know it will once, it they, will. once the government takes their their taxes you know, all the free is, money away all the free money so you know but I suppose it all comes down to at the end of the day I think people pay for something you know what they think it's worth
0: people pay what they want you know so if someone wants it they're going to buy it. If they've got to go into debt to buy it, they're going to go into debt
1: to buy it. Hmm. So what do we agree on? Which is better, supercar engineering or a custom car bill? Or is it too many shades of grey? It,
0: it, it all depends.
1: You know what? What do we put out to you guys? Jump on the website. Once you subscribe, throw a comment. Tell us what you think. Is it better to buy an out-of-the-box supercar with all the bells and whistles and the performance to match and the price tag, or is it a better proposition to buy an old, older type car for less or a current type car for less and throw some money into getting that horsepower, whether it's a JDM or an old muscle car, or whatever, you know, which is the best way to go? Keen to hear your thoughts. All right, now we've come to the review section of the, of the show where we take two cars and we talk about whether they're worth it or not and give our points of view on whether they should be bought or whether they're not now they're two pretty different cars we've got this weekend i've chosen the uh, 2023 aston martin dbs they can tell you love aston Martins. i do love aston martin and it's that car there is a 5.2 litre twin turbo v12 so it's pretty much you know as far as electric and everything else i don't think it's taken that too much into account with its big v12 donk it's got an eight eight speed sports auto it's 533 kilowatts with 900 newton meters of torque acceleration zero to 100 in 3.4 seconds which considering the size of the engine and everything it's probably on the probably on the higher end even though it's 3.4 seconds my opinion it's available in a convertible as well. And you're looking at 589000 Australian dollars plus on road.
0: So there's a lazy 650. fifty.
1: Six? Well, we're in Australia, so you know it's probably going to cost you a million bucks you know, with all for, the taxes. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, it will. Yeah, so you look, you're looking at north of 670, 680 on road. And when what are you, you going to do with
0: that car, Daniel?
1: How many doors does it have, actually? It has two doors. Two doors. And it seats four people. Yeah, but midgets in the back. Midgets in the back. That I agree with. Any car of this type, the rear seats, are uh, they're just there for token. The, you, unless you're a really small adult or a little child, it's kind of, you know, it's there for good looks. But for 589000 the car does look shit hot. You can't disagree with that. Simon, do you disagree? No, the car looks gross. It looks, you can't find a bad line. That's like 007,
0: eat me hard here. Yeah,
1: you can't find a bad line anywhere. doesn't matter which way you look at it. It's just a beautiful car.
0: The bad line is if Daniel's sitting behind the driver's seat.
1: That's nah, not all that bad. It'd be a good thing, mate. It will just bring the value up, I reckon. But look, for as much as I love Aston Martin and I would pay that money purely because I love the car and I love the brand, is there a better option for five hundred eighty nine thousand dollars for that type of performance? Yeah, you're getting you know zero to a hundred in less than that out of a V eight. Mm. So, my vote for that is. But you, you know, can say you got a V12. But you can say you got a V12, which is one of, one of those dying things, you know. So unless you buy an older car, V12s are becoming rare as hence teeth. So you know, Aston Martin took a punt on this one with a twin turbo V12. So it, economy will be pretty good, but you can get something for that price tag, probably a little bit bit more performance if it's that's what you're after. If you're after the quality, the build, the looks and the feeling and you really love the brand, then you'll gladly pay that money. But dollar for dollar, I reckon you can probably get something, you know, in in the Ferrari. Even a, you can get a four, four, five, eight or something if you don't want to spend that much money, a second-hand one. Or a Lamborghini and get better performance. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, but V12, have a look at it. Look how nice it looks.
1: Yeah, it's a monster, isn't it? it's amazing
0: well the curves in the rear guard in the rear quarter
1: and this is what we're talking about you look at this car and you, there's, you, you wouldn't even touch it for how beautiful this thing is but it fi, is nice but $589,000 then nah, you know what? off you go if you've got the money and you've you've, you know, you've got more money than what you know to do with I'd have it in my garage but if I had to choose between that and something else as much as I love Aston I'd probably stick with a lower end Aston quite truthfully or try and find myself a 177 if I had to spend that much money for, if anyone's willing to sell one so that's the Aston Simon, nice car. what did you pick?
0: Uh, the new Ranger the new Platinum Ranger 4x4 uh, well whether or not you want a Platinum or whatever the new next gen I've driven a few of them there. they're pretty nice the new Platinum comes with 20 inch wheels all terrain tyres uh, leather 10 speakers 10-speaker sound system, uh, full electric front seats, 12.5-inch instrument cluster, 3-litre uh, single turbo, so it's not too bad, 600 newton metres of torque, 10-speed. I don't know about the 10-speed, but they do drive pretty good with the 10-speed. Um, what is it? 80-odd green all up.
1: Mm. So it's seventy six thousand nine hundred listed. That's what that's the price we got when we we got the recording of this podcast. It's literally if you buy the wild track, it's a three thousand six hundred dollar upgrade from the wild track. Is it worth it, or is it worth just getting the wild track or getting an XLT? And
0: well, it depends. Platinum, platinum. I, I if I'd done it, I'd do the platinum.
1: Mm.
0: It's given me the upgrade audio. The leather. 20-inch wheels and tyres, which I don't really care about anyway. You I'll just change
1: them. But
0: think about it. You put all your shit in the back, put your boat on the back. Everyone who buys these sort of cars, Dan, is... It's like your asking, Can you put your boat on the back? No. No. This one, can you put your boat on the back? Yes. Yep. Can you put your kids in the back? Yes.
1: Hmm.
0: Can you put tools in the back? Yes. Hmm. Are you going to... Is it going to do everything right for you? Yep. Yes. Yes. Now... I'd be buying that over. I'd be buying that over like a a Volkswagen or something like that. Hmm. I I still think that over a Hilux, I'd buy it over a Hilux.
1: Hmm. I've I've had a a a PX3 Ford Ranger for a couple of years. I bought that new, and I tell you what, I actually love it because and it does everything. It's full extended leather. um, It drives nice. It looks nice. And the best thing about these cars are it just the value retention. Is ridiculous.
0: And it just depends what day they, they were built on, though. Yep. Like everything, yeah?
1: You know, is it worth... You know, the, the price of utes, especially in this country, is going through the roof. Every third car's a, a Ranger or a Hilux. You know, so they're going up there in price. Is it worth 80 grand? Probably not, but it is what it is. That's what that's what the well, market commands. What's
0: the next best thing to that? A Ram? Silverado 1500? But you got to spend double in it.
1: Well, you're jumping up to 120 grand minimum, yeah? Yeah, we're saying?
0: And that's yeah. on that... 1500 limited.
1: That's right. You know, but it's a lot of car as far as a Ute. You know, um, extended leather. The instrument cluster is. I do like it. I'm not sure if I like the styling of the Gen 3 comparative to the the PX uh, PX3. That's a. You know, I can see the appeal because it looks like the American trucks. But it is. Go- it's it's going to sell tons, and that is due for to hit our shores in around June. So no doubt you're going to have a few of these rolling into. Your shop to get lift kits and all kinds of stuff on there. Is actually, there, is there, is there, a, there is a lift kit available for these things yet? Yeah, now there is. Now yeah. there is? Yeah. Because you did one when it first came out and there wasn't one available. I've done the first one, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's those two. So the Aston, yeah, you know, although it's a beautiful car, probably, you know, a bit much for what it is.
0: You know what the Aston is? The Aston, you'd get it, you'd be over it in three months. You think? It would, yeah, yeah. You, you'd, you'd get over walking in your garage and saying, and having a toss and saying, "Look at what I've got," mm. you get over it in three, four months.
1: What about the Ranger?
0: Ranger, you're just going to use it as a shopping trolley.
1: Yeah, you throw it around. Second car? or Why?
0: Nothing. I, I have a Ranger. I've had my Ranger for what? Six years.
1: Yeah, but you also got ten other cars. And? Yeah. It, it is a good car. I, I do. I do like the Ranger. It took I've me. I've
0: never had a problem with my Ranger. Yeah.
1: Man. It took me a while. They do to be honest, they do drink a lot of fuel compared to other things. Well, that's what I'm finding anyway. But overall, I think it's a really really good all-round car with every bell and whistle that you need for for that price as well. All right. So, that's the reviews, good, bad and throwaways. This is a this is a, the next segment is we want to, we're talking about two cars. Now, whether they're worth it or do we throw them out? You know, so this week we're comparing the, I think it's probably the worst car ever. Um, actually, as we said that, I just got a message for Ford telling, telling me to, thanking me for servicing my car. So there you go. So shout out to Ford. So good, bad of throwaways. This week, Ford Mustang, the four cylinder turbo, which is, you know, I'm not a big Mustang fan. And this has cemented the fact that why I don't like them. This is probably the worst car to ever come out of Ford ever, me.
0: That look tough.
1: It's a four-cylinder turbocharged Mustang. It's a ten-speed automatic. Uh, five-year warranty. It's gonna need it. Uh,
0: but they don't. They don't do that warranty anyway. No.
1: Mustang four-liter turbo. Would you keep it? Would you throw it out? What's the good and bad? About I wouldn't it? buy it. So you throw it out. Yeah. I agree. It's rubbish.
0: Well, I bought the. i I had the gt and that was shit i threw that out too
1: yeah okay so we agree throw that out there's no room in this world for a four-cylinder turbo uh, mustang i've got to confess i'm yet to actually see one on the road why would you buy it when you can buy you don't know
0: if you've seen it on the road or not you've seen heaps of mustangs you just don't know if it's a five liter or it's a four-cylinder
1: you can hear it though you You can't
0: hear a five liter
1: well, you can't hear that either. You, almost, you
0: can't hear a five-litre. So well. You just don't know what you're looking at to see if it's a four-cylinder I, or
1: well, a V8. I probably don't even look at them anyway, so there you go. I look
0: at my stands because I like the
1: look of them. No, I'll never I'll never look at one with terrible cars. It's just American rubbish, really. And this is one, it seems like a theme this week: Aston Martin Maserati. The two-litre Maserati Levante, the GT Hybrid. At a hundred and twenty-six thousand dollars, it's the Maserati SUV, four-door, five seats. It's a four-liter, uh, sorry, a four-cylinder two-liter turbo, eight-speed automatic, three-kilometer uh, warranty. Um, underpowered, overpriced. Um, but it looks Isn't
0: it like a Lexus cool. or something? No, it, no. What's the base of it?
1: Do you know what? I don't even know. But it's
0: Range Rover or some shit like that.
1: It is ugly i think the, the action- old boy
0: the old boy's got the top of the line one yeah and he loves it different car and together. he's brought three of them there.
1: very different car altogether this is the entry-level two-liter um povo pack where you know and the way i see if you've got to buy a levante and you've got to buy this one just don't spend half as much and get yourself a, a, a kia or a hyundai something it's a much better car don't not the kia amazing or the hyundai amazing so 126 grand as much as I love Maserati, I would never buy one. I think it's underpowered, overpriced, and very poor on features, so I'd throw that one
0: and it's not put together very well either. no,
1: it's just ugly I, I don't really buy the first iteration of anything so but the new the new one that's coming out is quite impressive with numbers, but it is a v eight and has all the all the bells and whistles. but as an entry level car, rubbish, I'd rather you know spend seventy grand and get an entry level. Um, Alfa Romeo, you know, Stelvio for 70 grand. Mm. Depends what you're using it for. Well, they're kind of the same car, except one's, you know, 30% more. So throw that one out as much as I love the brand. Sorry, Maserati, out it goes. Do we agree on that? Yep. Love to hear your comments on that, whether you agree. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate on the Mustang. But, you know what, I'm a big boy, I can take the hate.
0: Your st- mum always told you to say the truth.
1: She did, and I stick by that. You know, so all your Mustang people out there... Mustangs
0: know, look good, but that's one good thing they got. Yeah, okay. Don't put them sideways because they, they go to the right yeah. also, and no left.
1: Well, that's with American cars. They go straight very well, but when they have to turn, there's a big problem. So, I don't particularly like them, but I know a lot of people that, that do it. I'm going to get a lot of hate for it, so that's just a bit of bad luck we've all got our opinion and they are rubbish so there we go all right so it's been a it's been a good one so far a
0: mm, bit nerving
1: a bit nerving for simon it's like a, like a like a you know fish out of water
0: fish out of water fish right. out I of water to watch some bourbon.
1: But you watched episode 2 and 3 is going to kill it so you know um you know especially when i start really Digging into the Holdings and Commodores, we've got he's going to hate it. So, but the last bit we want to talk about is the audience segment, is where we get you guys to ask us questions and we answer them. And this week we are the question is, should I spend money on a car that isn't worth that much with upgrades that won't improve the resale value, or should I buy something that is more valuable? Which is kind of what we spoke about at the very start. So, I suppose what you're asking there is. Should you buy a car that you know is uh, that people like more and more desirable, or if you like a Datsun, should you buy a five hundred dollar Datsun and spend five grand on? Getting you can't the,
0: buy a Datsun five hundred dollars anymore, mate.
1: Five thousand dollars, ten thousand, dollars whatever it is. A one twenty Y. Let's call it a one twenty Y. One twenty Y. Is it's 5, fucking 000. fetching big money. I had one. It was the biggest piece of shit, but I should have kept it.
0: I had a Datsun two hundred B that I dug. I dug two holes out the front of my mum's house in third gear.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So one twenty Y. It was the worst car I ever had. Um, but it's worth a, it's worth a ton now, so should have kept it. But what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, it's what we've been talking about. Mm. Should I spend money on a car that isn't worth it? Doesn't matter what car you buy, you're going to lose money. No, mm. oh, well, no, it's not. But at the moment, it doesn't matter what car you buy, you're going to lose money.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know, if what I-
0: you put all the expenses into it: insurances, regos, la di da di da. What a joke! Out regos, nine hundred dollars, right? And you've already lost money.
1: Mm. No good. Yeah. If you're listening from somewhere outside of Australia, just see some numbers. Our registration here is nine hundred dollars per year. Yeah, eight
0: hundred and eighty-seven dollars or something
1: per year, right? And here's the other thing: you buy a car out of another state, and we're in Victoria. You can't register that car in Victoria. Is that is that right?
0: No, yes you can. You just got to. You can. You, but you lose the registration that was in New South Wales or Perth or whatever. There you go.
1: So we are, we are assuming the position every which way to Sunday. So here we are. But just to answer that question, I think it comes down to personal choice. I would buy a car that isn't desirable or resale value and spend money if I like the car and if it made me feel good. I'll buy a push bike. Buy a push bike and do it up. That's, that's what I would do. So my advice to you is... You know, If you love the car and it makes you feel good or whatever.
0: It doesn't matter what you spend on it. If that's what you want, that's what you do. Mm,
1: let's see. And let's, let's be honest. A car is probably the worst thing you're ever going to buy because don't be fooled unless you buy something like a GT or something that's going to go up in value, which most likely most people can't even stretch that much anyway. Uh, but you're going to lose money, whether it's a supercar, whether it's a run-of-the-mill car. Any car. Any car, you will lose money. So what I say to you is, you're gonna lose it anyway, so at least you might as well lose it spending time in something that you love that and enjoy. Like. So buy the car you want, do the work you want on it, and then deal with it later. That's,
0: that's right, paint it whatever color you want, do whatever you want.
1: That's amazing. All right, so with that, just go on our channel, subscribe, ask us any questions you want, and we may be answering your question in the coming episodes. So that brings us to the end of our show. Big shout out to our sponsors, Tyres Now, for the support. Don't forget to head over to tyresnow.com.au, become a VIP, use Gucci Grease as the code and get your amazing deal on wheels, tyres, off every brand, every kind, known to man. So Simon, what are your closing thoughts on today's episode? How do you feel, mate? Are you ready for a drink or are you ready for the next one?
0: No, I'm alright. I'll, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll do the next one.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's kind of, is the most subdued I've actually ever seen this bloke because we've had some heated conversations. He's not short of a word or he's not short of a yell, but you know, I didn't yell. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll we'll get there. So thanks everyone for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the first ever episode of Gucci and Grease, and we will be back. It's a weekly podcast, uh, and the next episode we are going to be talking about JDM cars, <sighs> JDM versus muscle versus pedigree.
0: What do you have to do three topics for?
1: Because it's...
0: Do you like JDM? I like muscle.
1: I don't mind JDM. I, th- I think they're, you know... That, that's for next episode. That's yep. for next episode. But thanks for joining us. And remember to head over to Tyres Now, uh, our main sponsor. Without them, we couldn't be doing what we're doing. And subscribe, hit, share, do all that kind of thing. Get involved in our community. Uh, raise your questions. Give us your comments. And be a little bit easy on me as far as the Mustang thing. Uh, And we look forward to speaking to you guys in the next episode of Gucci in Greece. That's me out for now. See you next time. ta da